Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here is your host, Justin Hahnemann. <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast for shining a light on bright ideas. And today I'm actually sitting here with Brian Benson as we're doing the intro for the show today. And I thought we would just add a little extra content for uh, today's episode. And uh, for those of you, for 200-plus episodes that have heard Brian's voice and always wanted to know more about Brian, we're going to unpack that for you this morning for a few minutes. So, Brian, yes. thanks for being here. And, and dude, you are like part of the show. You're like one of the voices of the contender cast. It's amazing. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I appreciate <laughs> you letting me do it. It's so great. So um, Brian and I first met through our volunteer work, actually. We were serving together in children's ministry at um, as we were launching Gwinnett Church, right. which for those that are not from Atlanta... Um, Gwinnett Church is one of the fastest-growing campuses of North Point Ministries, and Brian was um, a storyteller. It, hard to believe that, right? Um, and I was hosting and, and singing with the kids and whatnot, and um, that's where we first met. Yeah, that's right. It's a long time ago, right? I know, and now you're still you're still there working with middle school, high so, school? So working with high schoolers and uh, doing parking lot duty. <laughs> I love it, love it. It's, <laughs> a, it's such a great experience serving, and you just never know who you're going to meet. And I mean, the fact that we met and then... Look, I mean, you've been such a big part of the show. is so cool. Um, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you about was just the voiceover space. Mm -hmm. And I know it's not your day job. And, and quite frankly, the podcast isn't my day job, right? But it's a way for you to explore and, and bring out one of your creative talents. So talk about the, the voiceover space and how you got into it. Yeah, sure. Well, uh, you know, it's it's uh, a result of many, many years of people always making the comment that, Brian, you, you should be on radio. You got the, you got a radio voice. And, you know, so you kind of in one ear, out the other. But then over time, I thought, well, okay, let's let's do something with this. And so uh, originally from Columbus, Ohio, and I actually had a, uh, a gentleman that was in my uh, the thing that we had called the Christian Business Network that was a recording voiceover pro professional. That was, was his day. That was his main job. So I contacted him. I said, you know, what's it take to be a to be voiceover talent? And he says, Brian, you're called the right place. This is uh, <laughs> no you, we have a, we have a program and we put you through. And so a lot of it was done virtually since I was down here in Atlanta. Uh, uh, but is that there's a formal training program that you go through that you, you know, exercises and different readings and he does, he assesses and pr provides uh, coaching and counsel. And uh, then you actually get a, a, a certificate to say you're certified voiceover talent. And wow. there you go. And then so, okay, very cool. So let's say someone's listening going, yeah, I have a voice like that too. Right. Like, how did you start? How did you start getting gigs? Like, how did you start getting jobs with it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So it's uh, you know it's a lot like um, any any other profession. It's networking, right? And so it's it's getting the word out to to, to folks in your circle and, and let that letting it be known that this is something you do and you have the equipment and the time and you, and you the energy and you want to do it. Um, the other way to do what I do a lot of is um, is audiobooks. And there's a, a website called acx.com, which is a, a platform where authors who have written books can submit for auditions and, and voice talent can go there and they can audition to be the voice for whatever audiobook uh, they've written. And so it's, uh, you know, it's kind of a real simple platform where you just, you know, you read a page or two of what they've written and they, if they like you, they 
they book you and you, you record the book and off you road. And most of them is, is royalty based. So the more books sell, the more the more you make. And wow. And uh, so that's it's actually fun. really cool. And has it is it is it potential to be a full time thing like for you or t- for a person? Or is it something that for most people is kind of part of their portfolio of things? Yeah, you know, I think um, it can be, but I think it's a pretty small percentage of the total of people that do this kind of thing that actually right. do it uh, full time. But, you know, the, the gentleman that I took my coaching from, that's his that's his full time gig. He does a lot of radio commercials and, and things, and that's uh, full time work. But, you know, if you land the right contract or the right you network with the right people it can certainly be a uh, full-time gig it's really cool you know we have a lot of entrepreneurs and um and those that want to be listening to the podcast and and those that have creative talents that are trying to figure out a way to bring them out or find an outlet for them Mm -hmm. kind of like both of us have done i'd say um in addition to our day jobs what would be one or two pieces of advice that you'd share with our audience around like exploring that creative talent or or knowing you have something and bringing it to life? Yeah, I I think what I would say is if if God has gifted you with a certain talent or gift or just anything that's uniquely characteristic or unique characteristic of yourself, he's done that for a purpose. And so go for it. I mean, it's what do you got to lose, right? right. I mean, you got to for regret. I mean, you only have regrets from not pursuing that. That's right. That's right. That's the only thing you'll regret is if you don't do anything about it. So just give it a shot, pursue it, dig in and, uh, and just, you know, make, make the best of it. And if it, if it, if it goes crazy, then that's awesome. If it doesn't, well, you can say at least you've given it a shot. And I you love don't have that. Regret. I love that. Well, um, before we jump into part two of um, our Altwell interview with Amy McDonald, you've got to read my favorite part of the the last part of the podcast right here. I want okay. you to, to read that for us. All right. Well, here we go. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. I love that. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> Very good. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the Contender Cast. We're shining a light on bright ideas today. Back for part two. It's Amy McDonald. She is CEO of an incredible cannabis company called Altwell. Amy, it's so great having you back for part two of our conversation. Thanks, Justin. <laughs> great to be here again. I love it. For those that haven't met Amy, don't know Amy or her company, Altwell, don't worry. We're going to touch on that today. But my recommendation is hit pause on this episode and just roll back one episode and hit play on that one. That's part one. You can learn all about um, her story and her path to this role as CEO and president at Altwell and, um, and even some more detail on some of the products that Altwell offers. The cannabis space is booming right now. In fact, I've interchangeably used the word CBD and cannabis, and I don't know that I'm even doing that correctly, Amy. So, you know, for all of you listening, the reason I invited Amy back for part two was we need to spend more time on this. Like, As a consumer, I don't think many consumers understand cannabis and CBD and anything related. And then when I hear it, I think pot or marijuana. And so, right? And so anyway, Amy, it's so great to have you back. (laughs) Well, I love being here. Thank you so much. And Justin, you're so right. This space is confusing to most. And, you know, two years ago, I was right there like, okay, isn't all of that just pot? And here's the interesting thing. 
it's it's this plant that's been around for thousands of years, and it has different species of that plant that produce different things. So it is all, whether it's CBD or it's medical marijuana or recreational marijuana, it does all come from the cannabis plant. Sure. But there are, same family, but there are different species or offshoots of that family. So in the case of pot, people are producing that for a high percentage of THC because that's what gets you high. In the case of CBD, that comes from the hemp plant. So same family, but a different plant. That plant produces virtually no THC and a lot of CBD, and that plant um, with less than 0.3% THC doesn't get you high. So it's a confusing space because then there's all these percentages and then there's these different um, strains that people produce more of this and less of this. So it can certainly be confusing. The key thing to look for is how much THC is in something because that is the psychoactive component that either leads to the high or doesn't allow the high. Got it. Okay, so we... we Hopefully we, that makes a little bit of sense. It, it does. And um, for all of you that are like, whoa, we just went right to like step five in the, <laughs> yeah. the detail here because we covered a lot of this on our last um, episode. Um, a couple things, Amy. So like, I know this is going to sound dumb. And for all of you listening... You probably will. I think some of you might say this as well. I didn't know what CBD stood for. And so I looked it up. And for those that don't know what CBD stands for, it's cannabidiol. Cannabidiol? Cannabidiol. Cannabidiol. See, I didn't even know. I'm embarrassed. Someone's going to laugh at me for that one. Um, The second most prevalent of the active ingredients of cannabis. Right. And when people are... So what really made this whole industry kind of come to life a couple of years ago was that Congress passed the Farm Bill in Got 2018. It. So talk about that. And they said it was legal to grow hemp. And hemp is the plant that produces more CBD than it does THC. So hemp was legalized. Then this whole green rush that they call it really took off because it meant that that plant could be used for purposes as long as it was prominent in CBD and didn't have much THC. Because THC is allowed in some states, not allowed in others. And as you know, there's lots of different um, opinions on on that (laughs) state by state. But Congress basically said hemp, as long as it has less than 0.3 THC and is grown for the purpose of hemp, can be legal to, to grow in all 50 states across the country and can cross state lines. Interesting. And does the plant look the same? Like, if would I know the difference if I saw them in a greenhouse together? You you would think they were the same um, same plant, right? So they don't look different. Um, it, it's it's all what's happening on the inside. <laughs> so I remember in my first days on this job when I went to some farms and sure. you know had pictures in the background and sent to my family. They're like, "What? Where are you?" <laughs> so the plant looks the same. <laughs> the plant looks the same, but it's it's actually what's produced by the plant, right? And what they have engineered kind of that plant for that is really the key difference maker. It's so funny because I I've. I've um, since our first interview, you know, I've bantered around with some family and friends and thrown around the word cannabis and CBD. And it's so funny. They really don't know like what it means to them or what that store is down the road that says your right. cannabis store. Um, and in my mind, there's it. I think there's a major 
learning curve for the consumer here because it's like an entirely new product area like that's never been explored before you're you're so right and you know i will just take you back to my journey two years ago i didn't know much about this at all either and didn't realize that you know obviously this plant's been cultivated for a very long time but we have a system in our body that's abbreviated as the ecs system so echocannabinoid system we might have talked about a little bit last time but that's the system in our body that's responsible for mood and appetite and energy and recovery and um, anti-inflammatory types of things and that system wasn't really studied until about 30 years ago so it's no wonder all of us are thinking this is brand new even though it's been around since ancient times sure. because it wasn't legal it right. wasn't studied and there's still a lot of work to be done there but you know a lot of people still think you can get high from taking cbd <laughs> right. and as long as it has less than 0.3 percent thc you can't so common consumer my family members too are, are all like wait what what is this and is this legal not legal is this gonna you know can i can i take my kids to preschool when I'm, if I've just taken this, am I going to be like, but it's, if it's CBD and it's properly tested and properly labeled, it cannot get you high and you're free to go about your day with nothing that would give you any of those psychoactive symptoms. Well, you work for Altwell. You're the CEO there. And uh, as we covered in the last podcast, you had incredible um, big business, big company background and before coming to Altwell. Uh, share with our audience just the quick 30 to 60 second view of what Altwell is. And then what I'd like to do is jump into the different types of products, you know, that that you might purchase not only for you, but kind of in the industry, we can go into those. So talk about Altwell. Yeah. Yeah, so Altwell, um, we like to think of it as a modern wellness company founded by the creators of Muscle Milk, if you're familiar with that brand. Of course, big brand. The family, yeah, big brand. They built a huge consumer brand, and it's interesting because they built Muscle Milk and entered the protein space long after lots of people had entered protein. But what they saw is the opportunity to enter it and make a product that was consistent that tasted great and that was available for the general consumer and not just the person that was trying to gain muscle mass in the gym. Same thing for CBD. So Altwell, modern wellness company based on CBD, we're working hard to make sure that we're raising the standards in CBD to build a trusted, effective experience that you can count on the same time again and again with a label that adheres to all of the things it says that's in that container and um, kind of takes this industry like a step up because it's a wild west. There's a sure. lot of people that are doing lots of things. And at Altwell, we're food and beverage professionals. We've got a team that's been in this food and beverage and dietary supplement space for decades. Wow. So we know what we're doing and we're just really trying to raise the standards again to something that the consumer can trust. Well, on the last podcast, we talked about the different ways of consuming or using <laughs> types of CBD. So there's gummies, soft gels, protein powder, tincture, T-I-N-C-T-U-R-E for those listening that are like, what? Uh, <laughs> talk about <laughs> that. Right, right. I mean, seriously. And so talk about those items. And then I know one of the things you wanted to share with us, with us was kind of what to look for in a CBD brand. 
Yeah. So one of the things that you'll, so lots of different functional forms. So things that we call ingestibles, those would be like gummies and tinctures and protein and soft gel capsules. And then there's also things like topicals that you would use as a cream or as a balm on on your, your skin. But the other thing I think that's really interesting about this space is if you go to a store or online and just start looking at labels, you're going to see all these different types of hemp and CBD. You're going to hear about isolate, full spectrum, broad, broad spectrum, hemp seed oil. And that's part of what's causing so much confusion in the industry is that there are all these different types of labels and very few of them are being explained and they're not very consistent. So let me just take a minute to explain to everybody what each of those types mean. Please do. And um, build some awareness there. So most common forms you'll see will be isolate, broad spectrum, and full spectrum. And I'd like to explain this. (laughs) You got to unpack those for us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So isolate is pretty much as described. It is an isolate or just that one type of compound that is the pure CBD molecule. So it's everything else is, is removed from it, and it's just the isolate. When you were, if you were to think of a symphony, and hopefully I'll bring this analogy all the way back around, so it will make <laughs> sense in layman's terms to all, all of us. Um, like think of a horn in the horn section of a symphony. Okay, so it makes great Got music, it. but it's just that single horn. Then the next is broad spectrum. Broad spectrum sounds like, okay, that's bigger, right? It's got more in it, and it does. It has CBD in it. It has some other components, things like terpenes and and other things that also click into that system that we have in our bodies and turn it on. So broad spectrum has the isolate component, has a few other components, but it has non-detectable THC. Okay. Got it. Then the next one, and sorry, and that's like the horn section. So now you've got not, not just that one horn, but you've got a whole section of horns. The sure. Flutes, the sure. Saxophone, all of those things. Then you go over to full spectrum. And this is why it's confusing because broad and full kind of sound like the same thing. Full spectrum is lots of other components. So CBD plus those terpenes and some other things plus trace amounts of THC, so less than 0.3%, so it still can't get you high, but it's all of those things, and those things together are what they call the entourage effect because they're all as close to nature as it can be, and it's like one plus one equals three. So that's the whole symphony. My gosh. So isolates the horn, broad spectrum's the horn section, and full spectrum's now that whole symphony. And most of the science seems to show that when you have the whole symphony, you're turning on more and more of that system we have in our bodies to help all of those different areas, whether it's anxiety or pain management or mood or appetite, that's what's most effective. But we recognize that people may not want to have any THC. So if you don't want any THC, go with broad or go with isolate. If you're okay with a little, then you can try the full. But it's really a consumer choice where they want to be on that journey and picking a product both in physical form, like gummy or protein or tincture, or in content. So read labels because um, (laughs) it's a new space to all of us. Sure. Um, And and there are 
tremendous differences between each of these types of CBD, and there hasn't been a lot of education to get people up to speed on what those differences are. Sure. Now, uh, considering the market, we talked a lot about the industry on our last uh, podcast episode. Where are most people starting? In other words, if I were to lay out the different types of products from the, all the different companies in this space, you know, what's what are the top mm-hmm. sellers, and then what are the newer items? Yeah, so um, there are some brands that have been out there for a couple years um, that you know, really have tremendous followings. Charlotte's Web would be an example of that. They've got a great, uh, a great brand behind them. There's a company called Lord Jones that's out there more on the luxury side. There's, there's real, literally dozens and dozens of brands. And I'd give your listeners just some recommendations about um, as they look into a brand, look to make sure that there's a lot of transparency behind that brand. So, So can you go online and look at the test results to show when they tested that finished product, did it have in there what the label says it should? Um, That's when you know it's a brand that's been around for a while. It's a brand that's measuring itself against the right standards when they make things very visible to the consumer in terms of test. But then also take a look at, there's lots of different price points in this space. Mm. And you can buy it in the drugstore, or you can sometimes buy it in your garden store, or you can buy it online. <laughs> a lot of places. Consumers wow. should really look at the amount of CBD per dollar. Okay. And is it is there any standards in pricing, or is it across the board right now? It's all over the place, and that's what makes the space so gray. So really look at the label. See if it says that you can look for the test results somewhere. You can look for the amount of CBD that's in it. And then you could probably like do a little quick calculation in your head or on your phone just to see like what the amount of CBD per dollar is in there. And then um, look at that type of CBD, whether it's broad, full spectrum, or isolate. Full spectrum products, because they have more things that turn on that system tend to be higher priced than an isolate would. Sure. Wow. So it's it's a whole journey here. And like if someone's starting, a great thing to do might be to go to some websites. Our website, altwell.com, we have a frequently asked question um, section. We have a learn a community learning section. And we talk there about where somebody might want to start and what they might want to look for in a brand. And we try to take all well out of the equation there, right? And just bring sure. some education to the consumer. Totally. Um, just because we all need it. Right? Well, and there aren't, I, I, at least I'm not seeing, you know, you're kind of, two or three key players in this industry yet, right? I mean, it's it's uh, many companies vying to be that leader or the one to set the standard. At least that's my observation, right? You're totally right. It's a very fragmented market, and a lot of people have entered it from a lot of different places. I mentioned, oh, well, we've got a great history in food and beverage. Some of these companies are fashion companies. Mm. Other companies are Hollywood icons or mm. athletes. And um, it's really important, I think, for as you decide on a brand to select and to try to to also know maybe a little bit about what their history is. Right. Like, have they been in this, be good. a space before <laughs> that has regulation that, you know, this is critical? Do they know how to do the testing? Um, it's very fashionable right now, right? CBD is becoming fashionable, but you don't necessarily want to um, put your money on a product that doesn't have the science behind it. 
yeah. to look to see if people have the science and um, the visibility, the transparency. And there are literally hundreds, if not thousands of brands out there that in the next two years, I think the prediction is only eight or sorry, only two out of 10 CBD companies are going to be there in the next wow. two years because regulations are going to change and increase. And many of these brands won't be able to keep up with them. Got it. So really protect yourself, right? And um, do a little bit of homework. Check out websites. Sure. They, you know, another thing that I would say, Justin, too, is just watch people that are making claims that CBD can do anything and everything. As we all know, there's there's no magic bullet out there. Right, of course. And um, there's a lot of great things that CBD can do. But it's not going to cure cancer. Right. It's not going to, you know, do all. It's not going to turn the clock backwards, so we're all fifteen or twenty years old again. Right, it's a good thing. That's but, um, hilarious. But it can do a lot of great things. But people that are saying that it can do anything and everything, just I, I, I put a little question mark around some of those. Too. Sure. Oh, that's crazy. Such an exciting space. And, and you know, it's it's interesting. Most consumers are used to buying products that have been tested and in, insured right. by the Food and Drug Administration or uh, safety protocols for toys and things. And so and this is just an industry mm-hmm. that's just like, it's kind of like not quite all the way there yet, but coming to market. So it's fascinating. You're exactly right. And we all, you know, we, we all wanted to get there now get there sure. faster because sure. we think that's going to be the best thing for everyone but in the meantime we're going to hold ourselves to our own standards to make sure that we're raising the bar there because it is a little bit of the wild west and you know i think the, having the caution flag up there and and being an alert consumer is a good thing right now totally well, this is great. I, I really appreciate you coming back on this i i wanted to dive deeper here and feel like if, if if our audience only listened to part one, they'd walk away with questions still. And I'm hoping that we help clarify that today. So share with our audience. So finally, Amy, where they can connect with you and your company and your brands. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so www.altwell.com is our website. And as I mentioned, you can, you can also um, join our community Look into the frequently asked questions. Um, see the product line. You can connect with me at amy at com or on LinkedIn, Amy McDonald. And um, love to hear from you. I mean, we learn from consumers, too, in terms of what they want, uh, what they're looking for next, what they have questions about. So we love being very community involved, direct to consumer involved, and would love to hear from from your audience. I love it. Well, it's been great having you back on. I'm sure we'll do this again. I mean, things will have changed in only a couple weeks and months. So look forward to having you back. That That is for sure. Well, Justin, thank you so much. And really fun as always. And um, <laughs> thanks for having me. Awesome. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.